As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retrospective Rants. I'm your host, Joey Huff. Now, this is an unscripted episode. Why? As I, I haven't posted in a while, and due to a bunch of personal nonsense, it's been hard to focus, even though I actually have scripts ready and could just read them off, it's hard to just focus on everything. So this rant is going to be about the quote-unquote creative process. Isn't that enlightening? Well, what is a story? Why don't we write it out on the board, class? Yes. <laughs> ah, those classes made me not like writing. <laughs> Anyway, where was I? Oh yes, I was I was bearing my artist's soul to everybody, but just for the context of what brought this on, I've been I had been going getting on a real roll, I thought, with getting episodes out per week, and I was just like, oh dear god, thank you, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. You're doing it, Peter, you're doing it. <laughs> and as that was happening, something tragic ha Actually, most of my family is here. Yeah, so they listen, so they already know this. My Lola, which for those of you who don't know, is Filipino for grandma, died. And I'll probably have some other rant about that later, but for now, I'll just tell you she was a very remarkable woman. And a uh, long story shirt her shirt. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, the cough is hitting hitting more than I thought. Well, her, her passing was very difficult. <laughs> but she herself was an a well, an actual artist, but an artist with drawing and painting. And also an architect, if you can believe it. If you're family, then you know that that's the main thing she always talked about. <laughs> Every conversation, I studied architecture. <laughs> You're not an architect. You need to understand this. <laughs> it's amazing. But anyway, video for another time. Her passing affected me. One, because 
she'd been, you know, with me till since the beginning of my life, before the beginning of my life, beginning of my life, and, well, she and I had a few things in common, but one thing we did have in common was, and I'm not trying to be mean here, but mental illness. <laughs> it sounds like a bad joke, and some days it feels like it, but, no, no, she, um, I know maybe some people might not like me discussing this uh, on on a public forum, but she had a bipolar disorder, and so do I. I think I mentioned me having that before, but in case I didn't... <gasps> oh, it's such a big reveal, except it does work, and you And so I, I found, you know, my diagnosis, not my diagnosis, my condition, that part of myself, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, comparatively recently, but I knew about Lola's struggles with it. And so I felt a, a kinship with her. And often I'd, um, often unbidden, I'd go on my own and just walk over to her house. She didn't live too far from where I am. And just visit and talk with her. There are lots of times where, you know, even when I... I have friends and family and such, and they're busy with other things. I just need company. And, you know, I imagine Lola, who was, you know, somewhat older than I am right now, <laughs> probably felt the same way. So I, I felt, I felt obligated to, you know, just, just do that and be there for her. I certainly know I need that. And I'm a, I'm a spoiled millennial. <laughs> oh, again, it's, it's gallows humor. <clears throat> but anyway, that, that death affected me. Her death affected me. And it's been very hard to focus. What's also very frustrating is that it's also been hard to focus on the three novellas that I entered into Wattpad's uh, open novella contest. Yes, three, and I was very confident about it, especially after I made it to the second round. But now, I'm not confident because my creative muse, yeah, I know, that's a really pretentious thing to say, has decided to take a really, really long nap and is not waking up and has hidden away from me also. <laughs> so I'm here to rant about my lack of creative process, and... It sucks. And I've come to the conclusion that it literally is just lack of audience participation. And this is not, this is not me begging for, is it me begging for attention? Well, it's not me saying, oh, it's not, it's your people's fault for not grasping my genius. It's more about me condemning and being pissed off with my own weakness of character. Because, you know, I went back and forth. That was my intro video, where art is a cooperative enterprise. You need both the artist and the audience. Because the artist has something to make, but it also is something that needs to be shared, because it's a human experience and all that other studio philosophy. Studio? Studio philosophy. 
Oh, that might be an interesting course, but in these days it would probably just be a, I don't know, a help feelings corp, corp, course. I'm stumbling everywhere today. I, I forgive me. I apologize. But it, it's hard because, and I can't blame anybody for, you know, not not always having the time to look at my my scribbles and listen to my ramblings like this one because they've all got their own pain they're all their own lives and everything i know some of my friends some of them are listening already are moving or have big teaching jobs or new jobs so you know, they're stressed out, and they've got like 50 other things to do it, and my voice probably doesn't soothe them as much as I'd like. And then, you know, you got all the family drama with Lola's passing, everyone's sad, I'm sad. So it's one of those frustrating moments where you're upset at the general situation, but you have no one to be upset with except... Accept yourself. Why? Because I am a man. And I can take it. I mean, sort of. It's not fun, but it, it happens. <laughs> what was, uh, yes, the taking of the internal pain. Can you really take self-loathing? Because it's just always with you. So you're not really taking it. You're just, it's just there. And if you were to take self-loathing from other people, then it wouldn't be on their self anymore. I promise I'm not high and I'm not drunk. <laughs> but uh, apparently, shocker, this self-destroying internal process does not help my will to create. It does not invigorate me very much. And then I realized what I needed to do. I needed to scream into the ether of public consciousness, and then I would feel good. I'm not gonna lie, just screaming into this... I'm not screaming, I know, but just ranting into this mic is already making me feel better. And I think that ties into the artist's thing a little. I don't know if this is a common thing, and to be honest, I used to make fun of people for this, this need for public attention. Until I realized that I, too, kind of like public attention, and even though I'm not the most socially graceful, I like being around people. I really do. And not being around people for prolonged periods of time or constantly being told, no, I'm sorry, I can't talk right now, is, you know, weeks. It goes on for weeks and you can say that's fine, but then it goes on for months. And then all sorts of personal tragedies happen. And then you realize that everybody else is having their own personal crap to deal with, and so you're kind of left... You're kind of left treading water. And then you start going into the bigger spiral and saying, oh, does anybody care about what I have to say, or is anybody going to care about what I have to say? And you know what? This... 
is again not a condemnation of anybody. Because in reality, the fact that I have these people who I may not be able to call upon now, but who I know I, uh, who I have been able to rely upon previously and who have at least told me fairly recently that they know they can trust and rely upon me, you know, that's something that I know that not everybody has and I am thankful for it. I guess I'm just missing it now and not looking at the full context. Why? Because I am human and humanity sucks. <laughs> not, not the species, just the condition. The human condition sucks. And even worse, it is exacerbated by the artiste. And I use, and I do mean artiste in the condescending way, because I'm repeating myself here. The artist needs the audience, yes. But unfortunately, I'm an artist who enjoys doing artsy things. And even worse, I'm an artist who enjoys doing artsy things and was told that they were good at it. And then I made the mistake of building my identity and perceptions around those talents. And so my self-worth is dedicated to that. And, and as a result, when I'm going through a downturn and I don't get the attention that I think I rightfully crave, because again, spoiled millennial, I start to feel very dejected, which then prevents me from mustering the energy to create more, and then that makes me even feel even worse and less people, you know, again, it's treading water and then just nosediving. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What am I going to do? How do you fix this? Well, the easy and probably most practical response would be to just say, can I cuss here? I know my family is listening to this. You know, to heck with, I I don't know. You ever get that thing where you want to, where you want to cuss, but you know, other people are listening that you don't, you don't want to hear you do that, and it's just like, Ehh. okay. Well, you know, the easy response to all my troubles would to just say, "Screw it," and then power through. I know I can do this. Depression, clinical imbalances in my neurochemical makeup. Screw you. 
Screw you, I am me! That sounded really unenthusiastic, didn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Why am I doing this? Oh, yeah, I said it would feel better, and because I need to scream into the ether and beg for attention like a whiny kindergartner. And that's what an artist needs, though. <laughs> and they're told that they're good, and they're told, Oh, you have a real gift, and then they do it, but then it doesn't get you paid, and people start not giving a shit because, again, they have their own things to do. And you can understand that, but then the insecure part of your brain is saying, I'm not relevant, am I? I'm not relevant, am I? And I know what some people are going to say. Uh, he's just a millennial. Oh no, let me let me see if I can get this voice right. <clears throat> <clears throat> you know, he's just a millennial, and it's just a normal condition of this. And you know, it is statistics show Fox News, blah blah blah. If you know who I'm impersonating, good on you. Which is a shame, because I actually am an admirer of his, but I get the feeling that we wouldn't get along. <laughs> but the point is... I built myself up around my artistic talents, whatever use they are, and when they are not... when they are not bearing fruit... Or if they're just paying very small dividends after banging away at them for years, years. And, you know, it gets a little frustrating. You start to despair a little. And now here we are. My fellow artist... My Lola, my blood, my kin, in many more ways than one, is gone. With her e equally excellent husband, my Lolo, God rest both their souls. And everybody is crying about something, and I, I haven't... Have I cried yet? No, I haven't, because again, I, I've teared up a little bit at some times, because people had wonderful things to say at, at funerals and receptions, and that's what you do, but I don't think I've had a real big breakdown moment. It's just a guy thing, man. It's a dude thing. <laughs> uh, and that should be motivation. I should realize the will inside and just make what I want, but then I make the hazardous decision of thinking about it. And then that makes me think about everything else, and then that makes me despairing. And then I make the mistake of going to other people. Well, that's not really a mistake, but I try and ask for other people for support to lean on, and everybody's got their own shit. And again, it's not... It's not everybody's... It's not anyone's fault, it's just the circumstances. It's just... It's just the circumstances. Nobody has any control except to... To form their own... To just... Okay, I'm... 
I'm an I'm a talented writer and author of words, as you can tell from my repeated stumbling. Point is, everybody has their own ship to cap to captain, and they have to keep it on course. And that sometimes means you don't you don't have the energy or the time to help anyone else who's adrift. That would probably sound extremely profound if I wasn't slurring all of my words. Oh, good lord, God. God help me, God help us all. <clears throat> this was supposed to be about the creative pro- I No, no, no. I can tie this back in. The creative process is about life, your, the experiences of the author or artist, and trying to, to weave it, to forge it into something meaningful, or, you know, meaningful. And it doesn't have to be a profound art piece. It can just be something funny, like a bunch of random comedy skits. But it still takes from inside of you. And not everybody has that. And even if they do, it's hard because you're taking from you. But you, in order to refill, you need that validation from other people. I personally think it's a pathetic circumstance because... Uh, you know, reading all of these philosophy things, especially classic philosophy, you want to try to be as not even like Aristotle, for instance. He's careful to say not everybody, no one can be entirely self-automated or self-sufficient, except for gods. But you want to be as close to that as possible. And when I find myself constantly in need of some kind of attention, I, I you know. And that's like I need people to feed me. I just... I don't know. I need to know that I'm not shouting into nothing when I'm writing or speaking. And that's part of the creative process. And I think it's just part of the general human... Human condition experience, blah, blah, blah. And you... Because for the writer, for the painter, they're trying to put their own, their experience, and put it on page, on paper, type it out, draw it out for people to see, and people's approval, or not even approval, some artists, like even me for instance, thrive off of the engagement, even if it's more critical than than others. As long as people are taking that work, that labor, seriously. And that's really what most artists want, even if it's not constantly going, Oh, it's so brilliant, good job! As long as people are invested, then that makes us feel, you know, then that makes us feel pretty good. And when we don't get that... Well, uh, you know, <laughs> it's hard to know where this lack of personal validation, you know, begins and ends and where just just whining and moping begins after that. It's very clustered, isn't it? 
and it's it's the same as everybody else, I think. Everybody wants to know that their work, their lives are are meaningful. And people who don't, who or at least say that they don't think that they're lying. Nietzsche is one of the most famous uh, nihilists ever. And if he did not think, and even though he may write a bunch of things, but if he did not want there to be some meaning in all of which he did, which he does say he does, then he wouldn't have wrote several books about that. <laughs> People make their own, we make our own meaning, we make our own purpose. I mean, that's invigorating until, you know, you realize that all of the previous social... This is different from what I was talking about. No, no, that's not true. This is different from what I promised I'll be talking about. I will rant on random philosophical trivialities later. For now, creative process. We need to be validated. We need people to say, Oh, that's so good. Well... That's not true. And I already said that's not true. Maybe I should be a teacher. I can rant about things over and over again. <laughs> Point being, the main ingredient, or rather the main motivator for an artist to work is just knowing you, you're working towards something. And yeah, sometimes that can be that very, very rare moment of inspiration where it's like, I've got something good, and then you just do it. Because the, the labor itself is, is validation enough, is purpose enough. You love the thing for the thing itself, as Socrates and all of his hangers-on would say. <laughs> But, and all the other times when you're just experimenting or trying to get stuff done, audience investment is the main fuel you've got to go. And especially if you're going through a really, really, now to hell with it, through a really shitty time. <laughs> Sorry, Lola. <laughs> But that's my rant on my lack of creative process, I guess. If you have other artists in who you know and you know they're struggling, don't just settle for go patting them on the head and saying, You can do it! You need to just sit down, ask them questions about what they're trying to do, discuss, and then after that, for... For your extra, after that, maybe just do something else. Go get a bite to eat. Go work out. I learned that working out. I do it three times a week now. Where I do, I work on arms and core and legs. I need to do more than that, but you know, I'm just starting Motion out. detected at the front door. I'm just starting out. Oh, someone's home. Okay. Well, that concludes this rant. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this very retrospective, ranty retrospective rant.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.